0: I'm here. I'm here. Sorry about the long intro, folks. This is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from the Florida Keys. How are you today? Sorry about the noise interruptions or anything like that or long. I had the, uh, I didn't have my mic plugged in. And I started the show. So I started the music and all that stuff. I'm experienced with this. It kind of makes it more appropriate for the topic because the title of the show is called Beginners I like I like Beginners I like the thing, whenever you hear Beginners it denotes kind of naivety inexperience uh, someone who's not adept or skilled there's a lot of apparently negative things assigned to Beginners unintentionally let's say Beginner's slopes, you know, beginner classes and all that stuff. People always get kind of shy about, you know, saying things are not... People don't like being, especially adults, don't like not being an expert at anything. They come in with an empty or clean slate and come in, but... Actually, I see it a different way. When it comes to restaurants, a lot of times, depending on especially these small family restaurants, they love having people who have no experience. Beginners, servers, beginner bartenders, not necessarily cooks because, but I mean, some of these cases in a different time, it probably would be, but As a bartender or server, you can train them on the way you do things. And that makes it more suited to fitting into your establishment. There's nothing worse than having someone sometimes. It feels like someone super experienced. Say, this is the way I've been doing it. Uh, I'm not going to change it. I'm not going to be any different um, than I I did things prior. I'm going to have all the experience. And the way you do things, I think, are wrong. A lot of times when you kind of do it uh, in a synch- synch- uh, synchronistic, is that a word, synchronistic fashion, people look more adept and experience in how they do things when they're working together. They know what they're doing. I've seen people do things together the wrong way and did it well. They did it well. So, being a, If someone came in to be a bartender, I said, first of all, think about your drinks. Think about all the drinks that... They're going to tell you exactly what it's going to be. A regular drink is this amount of alcohol with this amount of mix and this kind of glass with this amount of ice and this kind of garnish. And then go from there. And that's just bartending. And then you're just adding through experience... Other things. And I'm still learning things to this day. I still learn things to this day. I get requests for drinks I've never heard of. I said, just tell me what's in it. What's the main drink? What's the main alcohol? What's the mix? How is it served? Is it a cocktail? Is it martini? Is it frozen? Does it get any weird garnish on it that we have or may have or not have? Things like that. But being a beginner to get off the whole restaurant thing and I am ready to move off that right now is an act of bravery to be able to begin something and everyone has to begin something as, as, as babies we're beginners at life right learn how to eat uh, poop on our own pee on our own feed ourselves dress ourselves go to school read write Learn the words for all the things, how to construct. So we're beginners at life, and then as you get older, you, you learn about how to balance the checking account, how to drive, how to do the laundry, how to cook, and do all sorts of things. All sorts of things. If you think about hundreds and hundreds of years ago, even though basic humans didn't have that great a general knowledge because of the high rate of illiteracy back then, back hundreds of years ago, that they were experienced in doing things, in mending clothes, in creating, you know, starting a fire, hunting something, uh, plucking a chicken, cooking a chicken, making bread, building a house, digging a well, all these things. The further back you go, the more general knowledge someone had to have in just life experiences than the things we do right now where we heavily uh, do the textbook training for youths before we do the experiences. The experiences like working or teams or life, life in general. Right? So We're familiar with these things, but we generally do that when we're young. And then, when once we get to our mid twenties, you're already expected to be doing something expertly. Perhaps if you just get out of school, you got a. Mm -hmm. You're you're a new hire. You learned a job. You learn how to be an accountant. You learn how to be. You go become an intern or resident. Learn how to be a doctor, dentist, psychiatrist, bus driver, carpenter, electrician, plumber, nurse, police officer. There's always these kind of like probationary periods where you're learning, but that's usually at the beginning. And then when people get a a certain age, some people feel, well, that's, that's it for new stuff. I'm not going to do anything really big now. I'm not going to learn a new career, which I think sometimes is a big mistake, especially if you're unhappy with the things you're doing. I'm 58 years old. Sometimes I feel as if the restaurant business may have run its course in me and I should be doing something different. And people say, hey, Jim, (laughs) you're almost up there in retirement age. You're almost, you're almost there, like a couple of years away. I don't think you should be trying to learn something new. I think you should just try to keep your head down, work hard, do what you can, and last those couple years until you retire, which I uh, respectively de- decline to do sometimes. I like learning new things. And I haven't been really good recently at that, really good, but I have devoted... I think the last 15 years of my life making drastic changes in my life. I'm not patting myself on the back. I had to do it. Sometimes being had have to do it and doing it on a I mean when you do it without the impetus like when you're when you're poor when, you're, when you had money, and then you have to be very parsimonious with your money. You have to be very restrictive on your spending. That's something new. Budgeting. Budgeting may be something new for somebody who, didn't, who always had resources. They have to learn to be frugal, how to produce more resources, meaning more money, more credits, whatever they have to do. But the the act of beginning changes us. I think changes us indelibly, indelibly. Fifteen years ago, I was uh, I went to one of my my meetings, my 12-step meeting, the AA meeting this morning. I'm not going to talk exactly what we were talking about, but I reflected upon what I shared, how, how I walked in to the meeting how I walked into a meeting, and I had nothing at the time. I didn't have a marriage. I really didn't have a relationship. Uh, I didn't have any, uh, I was living someplace, but that, that was tenuous. I was gonna have to find a new place to live. And I was at the end of my rope. I was 1,400 miles away from home in a place where I had very few friends. Uh, I was veritable fish out of water, and then was when I was having my most problems out there, a night of drinking heavily and not behaving well, I gave it up for a couple of days, and I knew I was going to have to uh, see, see seek professional help because I wasn't feeling too good about myself at that time. I wasn't going to hurt myself, but I just wasn't. I was on a downward spiral. I was doing the same thing for years. I was doing the same thing for years, meaning not met, maybe not the same job, but my behavior was the same. When I'd wake up, what I'd do after work, it involved drinking and making decisions on relationships that weren't always the smartest one. So when I became willing to begin to try something new that almost uh, be 15 years the first time the first time because there was you know there was a bump I went out for five years and did a little more research but when I originally when I tried to get an appointment with a professional a psychiatrist a psychologist and the, the, uh, they couldn't see me for two three weeks So I asked the receptionist, what should I do until then? And the person asked me quickly, he said, what's your main problem? Do you drink a lot? Like that, do you drink a lot? And I said, yeah. He said, did you ever think about going to AA? And that day, because I didn't know where to go, I went there. And one of the things, there's a lot of spirituality in it, a lot of God mentioned. If I had gone there without the willingness to accept their direction. Um, If I was forced to it, I mean, I see these, I've seen the uh, program that was, uh, I think it's an A&E program, it was addiction. And anytime there's an intervention, there's very rarely in between where a person sees it right right, and say yeah I realize I'm not doing so hot I'm really willing to do this well I I've really never considered changing my lifestyle and when I decided to want to change my lifestyle I removed a barrier in in accepting a new lifestyle the barrier accepting a new lifestyle by not drinking before it would be like how would I give up not drinking such a part of my life And I knew it. If someone came and tried to tell me I shouldn't be drinking, I'd be like, this, you're crazy. This is such a big part of my life. But when I decided that I wanted something different, that's when I began to accept that. And it's almost like anything. Accepting the beginning to become a baseball player. What does a baseball player do? You know, work out, hit the ball, shag flies, pitch, run the bases. All those things you do, you practice in the hopes of becoming adept at the act of playing baseball. And for me, I wanted to become adept at not drinking. People say, well, how can you? You just don't drink. Well, I had a whole life built around drinking, I had my social life, I had my dating life wrapped around it, I had my re- relaxation time. My, the way I cope with sleeping at night or dealing with any issues I had in the past I dealt all of it with drinking so I had to go and reorder my life from beginning as a sober one and, and a lot of things just took care of themselves because I wasn't uh, because of the level of drinking I was doing I was the next day I was usually pretty much dog shit and I can't take, couldn't take care of my responsibilities just the emotional responsibilities even. Being, I mean, you're cleaning up your mess from the night before and you're doing this. And it's, and I know I'm, I'm going on and on about the drinking, but I'm, it's really what I'm talking about is beginning. To having the courage to begin. And I was fortunate because at that time there was no other route for me to take. Uh, there, there was. There was a route. And it was down to certain destruction to keep on drinking like the way I did. But I I can't, I can't. saw the light. The next day, I realized, I said, oh, for the longest time, I never really considered stopping. And then for some reason, the light went on. Much like it did with quitting smoking and stuff like that, beginning. Well, now, beginning smoking, that's an interesting thing. There is a beginner. Because... And you're learning to do something you don't like. Because the first time you speak, uh, pick up a cigarette, it is horrible. A lot of times you want to puke. It's a mud stick. It's the worst thing in the world. But once you it's caught, once it has this hook in you, the hook, it's nothing better in the world, right? And you have to learn that. And that's, That's one of the learned bad behaviors. I guess there's a lot of them learned bad behaviors. It's when some people realize when they're younger that when they scream and cry and, and voice their concerns a lot, they get attention. It may not be great attention, but it's attention of some form and they may learn to be that way. Or, you know, people that are frustrated in their goals, they may seek physical uh some kind of physical domination of someone else either aggressive or you know passive you know someone gets in fights a lot conflicts and things like that but you can learn you can be a beginner at things that aren't too good for you so if you can learn a bad habit you certainly can learn a good habit and you can become practically anything. Practically anything. You go do Google search, and you'll find homeless people that have become doctors and lawyers and things like that because they didn't really consider the possibility that they'd be able to break you know, the, the lifestyle that they had living in their car, uh, living on the streets, Doing couch surfing, it, it it becomes endemic of a lifestyle that makes it very hard to choose things that are more cumbersome, like going to school, paying paying for your tuition, paying for your books, start doing your homework, doing all these things. We are spending time becoming adept. At things we're not experiencing, marriages, marriages. When people get married the first time, they've never been married the first time, never been married before. There, that is incredible. You're before you're married. If you may, obviously, most play, most people. That before they get married, they're deeply in love. There's a physical attraction. There's emotional attractional. Uh, sometimes there's a spiritual one. And and then you learn. You learn things. Now that's a scary beginner's like it's like if you became a doctor and you realize you're you don't like blood. You're a surgeon or emergency room doctor and you don't like blood. That would be tough. That would be really tough. And there's all sorts of people that made hard decisions to become something they Thought they wanted to be there was the actor the uh, he's an Asian American actor he was in The Hangover and uh, a TV show community he was a, he was a physician he was a physician before he was an actor and a comedian and obviously because he acts a lot now he must I haven't I haven't seen any interviews and things like that I'm imagining. That he enjoys being a doctor, I mean, an actor, much more than he enjoys being a doctor. And he wouldn't have gone there. It was probably just as courageous of him to become a doctor or become an actor as it was to become a doctor or to become a poet. Think about that. There's a a a podcast, a show called Moth Radio Hour, and all it is is an open mic night held around the world and people tell stories without notes it's very important they don't want you to have notes when you do it they don't want it they could be rehearsed but there can be no notes no reading off a note and people do these if you you ever want to see beginners in action the moth is really interested in that. You got people that walk up there that never did. They want to, They got to get something off their mind, so they want to tell a story. And the theme could be about uh, sexual relations. It could be about crime. It could be about family relations or whatever the theme that night. And someone will tell their story. We talk about homelessness and things like that. It, it's a, it's an act of courage to get up. And talk to a bunch of strangers about something that's near and dear to your heart. Sometimes it's just people unloading. Sometimes it's people that fancy themselves good storytellers. And they are good storytellers. Surprising. But I think the greatest thing once you start thinking about these things that people do for the first time whether it be scuba diving down here, sailboat, fishing, driving a boat. A lot of people I know are getting pilot's license. A lot of females, a lot of females get involved in that. I've seen a lot of people change their careers. i see teachers leaving teaching, nurses leaving nursing, people that were in more white-collar jobs, like corporate sales, going into medicine. It it takes a certain amount of bravery to be able to step out of that comfort zone and do things that you never did before. Our relative that came to visit uh, has never been that far away, not too far, more than a couple hundred miles from his home in Poland. I don't know if he's been out of the country before. He may have been in Slovakia or something like that. Nearby, but he's never been off continent, and he's here today. We picked him up last night. I'm mean, sleeping because the it's a long flight, and there were three hour delays. So instead of being an 11 hour flight, it ended up being a 14 hour flight. Take a little wind out of his sail. But there's not, not, there's no better feeling of accomplishment than I remember doing something I'm not comfortable with, being outside that comfort zone. A lot of times you'll find people that are apprentices. Their father's a doctor, their, their mother's a doctor or whatever, and they go and do that, or a carpenter or electrician, and you walk around and do it. Well, I'm going to be an electrician too. Well, yeah, that's, you, you're becoming a beginner there, but you're pretty much following in someone's footsteps. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's not always the best way. It's not your way. Not always. It very well could be. So in some ways, we look at, you can look at beginning and being a beginner as an act of creation, where you're creating a new narrative for yourself. Some other people may depend on what you're doing. If you break up, your marriage breaks up, you call it an act of destruction. But it's only the, I only would view it as a negative one if you're destroying something that's beautiful before and replacing it with something that's not so. Not like with like or transition or things like that. Not our, all marriages last. Obviously not all lives last. Not all careers last. There's people in dying industries that need to think about like coal miners. They got to think about, I got to do something new. Maybe I can become a solar panel solar. And that may be difficult to do in the middle of the summertime, but you can go and look, hey, maybe I can take a course on that. Maybe I should be going to school, learning how to do a grid hookup for um, solar panels. Or maybe I want to be a flight attendant or pilot. Or a teacher. Or maybe you should take that spin class. Maybe you should, you know, beginning dieting. Not everything we begin to do we see to the finish. Some things you see, you could start and you just say, well, this doesn't, you got to be careful with this. Because in the beginning, and not to be redundant with the word, We aren't very good at those things unless we're a prodigy. And if you're a prodigy, you're really not beginning, are you? Was Mozart really beginning? He was beginning his career when he sat down behind a piano and just started playing. And started writing his concertos and all that stuff. Right? I'm not knocking people that are prodigies. I think that's a wonderful thing. But there's nothing that there's there's nothing that takes away from accomplishment other than that really hard work. I always, um, for some reason, feeling kind of awkward and clumsy. I was always attracted to something like juggling and doing sleight of hand tricks, like card tricks. I mean, help focus. There's there's certain focus to doing things like that. I never really had focus. But every so often I try picking that up. Like beginning to read, maybe you read only read the sports page and you say, Listen, I should read a novel first. Maybe it should be a sports novel. Who knows? But there's nothing I mean, there's nothing you should do then. The beginning something new Getting a new perspective, changing those brain patterns. And I'm ta- talking about something productive. If you're sitting there feeling sorry for yourself because you feel a bit overweight, maybe you should get up and walk. Walk in place, get up and move your legs. In the program I belong to, when you're stuck in a bad place, they say move a muscle, change a thought. But that's an easy thing to do, right? It's an easy concept to grasp, too. Since the brain and the mind reside inside your body, doing something with your body changes the way it generates thoughts and ideas. And if you work at a place and you're, let's say you're a toll collector. I mentioned toll collector yesterday when I was talking about how they hold in farts. <laughs> We're talking about beginners now. Yesterday was farts and today's about beginning something new. I know it's not deep, but you you get to do the same thing each time. And you look at it and it's rote. It's a rote practice. And then you start losing any really concept of what you're doing. You're just going through the motions. Well, when you're doing something for the first time, you're you're never really going through the motions. You've got to really think about it. you got to think about it. If you're a sushi chef and you just want to start cutting things and stuff like that, you got to learn how to cut things. And you got to be careful when you're cutting things because otherwise you're going to be the, the four-fingered sushi chef. People, what happened? He goes, well, I was doing a hand roll, a tuna hand roll for someone, and part of my hand ended up in the roll. The pinky finger. No. So, well, those knives are pretty sharp, and you usually keep them pretty clean. So if you had ice around, you have cooling things, stuff like that, you cut your finger on. there's a pretty good chance nowadays with one of those knives they'd be able to reattach that. But when you first start cutting sushi or doing anything or fl- twirling pizzas or whatever you're usually not that good at the beginning and it takes a lot of effort to do that it takes a little mind uh presence of mind to do things like dancing or marching i had the hardest time learning how to march i had the left right confusion that's one of the reasons and that's another reason why you like doing the uh, Practicing juggling because it practiced with the left and right coordination. I'm doing the things with my hands right now. Now, I never became a great juggler. I juggled a bit. A bit. But after I started concentrating, I became more present of mind on how I walked and how I do things, how I go to left and right. I never knew that. when it, I was always trying to remember my right is this side my left is this side when I have to turn when they say you know uh, right turn right turn march and and turn I'd have to pivot and think about where the pivot was because I always wanted to go to the dominant hand of mine because everyone you know right was dominant right in everyone's mind so my left left I behaved like my left was the right. I used to do things backwards all the time, all the time. To this day, I still do it. I don't think I'm ever going to become a good marcher, but I did become a good dancer because I started thinking about when I became a spin instructor because I didn't have, I had no appreciation for rhythm. When I say, I realized the concept of rhythm, I realized the baseline. I realized all those things, but I did not experience them. And what I did was I would just go through emotions when I became a spin instructor and i go, well, this pick up there and we do it there. I'm not really going along with the beat. And then I started to listen to the rhythm. And once I got used to the rhythm, I really felt a sea change in myself, a huge change. Uh, dancing became easier for me. I'm not saying I became a better dancer, but I did become more rhythmic in my dancing. It wasn't like one of those things you see all the time where people with the music and the moves are like they're not going together. What is It's like they're listening to guys listen to another song in his head. There was a uh, a scene from the movie Jerk, Steve Martin's early film, late 70s. And he's adopted by a black family. He doesn't realize that he's he's different. He doesn't realize that he, he had to be told that he's gonna. He told that he was gonna remain the color he was. He wasn't gonna be black. And and when the family would go on the porch, he was raised poor, and they'd start playing music. He was out of sync. He was clapping his hand and tapping his foot at different times, and eventually. He started getting it. He was listening to some 1940s big band music on the radio at his family's house and all of a sudden he started getting it. And it started, his foot and his fingers started clicking. It's nothing better. That feeling when you're started doing something and you just started getting it. And it must be just a huge change in your outlook. In your outlook. Because if you ever felt like you're You're less, then you realize that you're more. And you're more than what you thought you were. You're more you're doing something you never thought you would do. If it it was just as easy as learning how to tap your foot and snap your fingers in in rhythm, or make a pancake, flip it and flip it in a pan, right? Or be able to throw a knuckleball. Once you get good at something, it's its own reward. And you just realize your horizons expanded without even really doing anything except try, and, you know, doing something selfish, actually. Beginning beginning and doing something is a selfish act that actually is good to yourself and good to, for others when done the right way. I know I spent a lot of time on that one subject, but I did want to talk about it because it felt so right. Um, everything I did knew at the times when I was the, doing the wrong things that really that really helped in my quality of life and I hope it would help in yours I'd like to thank everyone for listening I'd like to thank whoever's in Fruitport Michigan thank you for all the downloads yes they're still asking for downloads and stuff like that, and got a ton of downloads. Thank you very much. The more downloads we have, it's it's just the way it is. I like I said, the plays and the downloads don't necessarily. I don't you don't tell all the time with the plays, but downloads are significant to showing uh, listenership. Listenership, and we are on target for a million listeners. I'd like to thank. Everyone for listening. I like to uh, wish uh, the listeners well, especially my friends up in Erie, Pennsylvania, Brian and Desiree, my friend up in Miami, Diana, and my buddy Charles, a uh, to my dad in Dover, to all these people up north. I guess getting over, it's warming up there too. Thank you. Thank you for giving the podcast a chance. Thank you for beginning to listen to podcasts. podcast. Have a great day and I will be back.